Mpomatsitse from SAP joins us in this episode of What's Next, and he is the Head of Industry and Value Advisory at SAP Mpo. Thank you for joining us. We're going to be talking about how do you go about future-proofing your organization through business value management. It's, it's quite a mouthful, Mpo, but what, what, is, what is value management and, and, and what, what sparked its inception? Where does this come from? I love all the acronyms we use in the tech world and in the business world, but uh, business value management, tell me about that. Thank you, Aki, and good morning to your listeners, and thank you so much for having me on the show. And yes, you're right, so many acronyms, right? You know, Aki, this is one of the subjects that I'm most passionate about and really what gets me out of bed. So value management is a set of services, methodologies, and principles that we adopt when embarking on making a technology investment. So a lot of the time, organizations struggle with aligning corporate strategic objectives with IT projects, right? It's always been function and features. Uh, looking at process efficiency if we can get it, but there's never really been a string that ties the two together. And value advisory or value management, in a sense, is really that science behind it that ties it all together. What we are able to do is we are able to quantify the benefit to be gained by the business when embarking on the technology investment that they're making, ensuring that there is a compelling business event behind it. And we're able to show all those nice metrics that the CFO and the other exec suite is interested in, like the net present value of the program, the ROI that you're going to get, the internal rate of return, to understand does it make for sound investment? And more so, does it make for sound investment right now? So it's, it's very much the science behind that and we are able to really quantify it in order for the investment to make sense. Okay, now that makes uh, that makes complete sense, and I guess it's really important in the bigger scheme of things, you know, because these investments are big investments. Yeah. You need to ascertain that you're going to get that value out of it. So, why why is value management a necessity for any organisation investing in technology to fuel that next generation of growth? Because all these organisations are looking at investing in technology, but they've got to do it right, right? Yes, no, definitely. So, Aki, you know, what's really interesting is that fewer uh, than three in 10 digital transformation projects are a failure. Right? Most of them do not succeed. And this is usually because a lot of them are over time, they're over budget, and they really don't deliver the value they set out to deliver. In 2012, McKinsey did a study on about 5,400 IT projects. And what they found is that 45% uh, of them ran over budget, 7% over time, and delivering less than 56% value than predicted, right? The wow. famous ROI. And in a sense, if we had to put that into perspective, is that we set out to build a Harley Davidson bike. Custom, nice sound, and a fantastic bike. And we ended up with a tricycle that not even a three-year-old arrives. Right. And this is becoming more and more important for businesses to look at if they want to succeed in driving their competitive advantage. So it's not so much about the technology in a sense, it's about the competitive advantage to be gained while leveraging technology as an enabler to unlock new value. Now, we know any business case is really based on three things. One is a revenue uplift, cost reduction or mitigation, and risk mitigation. Really, those are the three key principles. And the nice thing is that when mm. digital transformation is successful, then you can see that it can deliver value up to 
20% more value created when it is successful. Right? And what's also changing is that one in every two companies will generate more than 40% of their revenue from digital products and services. And this is up um, from one in three just in 2020. So there is an increasing amount of people wanting to drive digital transformation, but what's more important and why value management is so important is that it needs to be done in the right way so that you can unlock value, gain that competitive advantage, and be able to um, you know, really drive what you're trying to do strategically to be better than your peers in the industry. You know, it's so interesting you say that even if you look through COVID, right, in the beginning where there's this massive digital transformation that has taken place, you know, so many organizations had that knee-jerk reaction and yeah. they, you know, they made investments that they are now regretting because they didn't look at it properly. But let's flip this up. You know, customers are often asking this question themselves. Does change really affect me? Does it really? And, and how can value management, for example, help in this particular aspect? You know, Aki, I definitely sympathize and empathize with our customers with that specific question because they've embarked on so many projects that have failed and that have really uh, driven the workforce to not believe in change and why change. So there's really three key elements that I want us to focus on in answering that one. One is digital investments growth. The second is VUCA conditions. And the third is authenticity. So let's start with what's been happening around digital investments. So according to Gartner, about 64% of organizations are accelerating the digital investments in 2022, right? To your point, COVID has happened. We are now in a recovery phase and businesses are asking themselves, where do I fit in the world? And how do I go about driving that fit? In fact, the, the digital spend is expected to hit about two trillion US dollars this year alone. And about 474 billion of that is cloud investments in that respect as well. And businesses are now seeing that they can leverage and gain from the pros that come with that kind of investment. So that's the first one. The second is VUCA conditions, which really stands for volatility in changing norms, the V. The U is uncertainty of the future. The C is complexity of doing business. And the A is the ambiguity of what it means to be successful in the world today. All right? COVID is a testament of that. And by 2023, 30% of the CIO or the chief information officer's effectiveness will be directly measured on how much value they're able to deliver for the business through technology investments that they make. And by 2025, 70% of infrastructure operations and leaders driving that aspect will be expected to ensure that innovation is directly impacting the bottom line. So there is a changing uh, business measurement in that, and we need to adapt to this you know, fast-paced, rapid change of world where we don't really know where we fit, but we need to try and figure out quite quickly mm. before we run out of business. And the third is really the one that's really close to my heart is authenticity. Customers today, mm. consumers everywhere, think about you and I, are looking for authenticity. They're looking for those organizations that really share in a passion for what they believe in in terms of values, be it sustainability, be it uh, embracing LBGQTI, embracing the change in social norms, etc. And businesses need to change their business models and their target operating models in order to adapt in this new world. Otherwise, you have a bunch of customers that really do not believe in you anymore. And you should ask yourself then as a business is that, do I really want to be in business if I don't have something I stand for.
Yeah. <laughs> so many interesting points you right there. I, I love the authenticity part of it because it's so true. And, of course, it all boils down to customer experience at the end of the day. Let's look at SAP. And, uh, you know, when you look at value management work within SAP, how best can organizations engage SAP value advisory services, your department, to help drive business transformation to achieve the successful business outcomes you talk about? Thank you, Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, this is why we get out of bed every day, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. And really what we do at SAP, we are a, a team of about 600 globally. We're led by a gentleman by the name of Sam Masri, and we drive this transformation across the board for all our customers across all 25 industries. In Africa alone, I've got a team of 10 really fantastic senior individuals that look after this practice, and we leverage what we call vision to value. As part of our services, what we're able to do is really immerse ourselves in the problem statement and more so help customers identify what is the compelling event for change as opposed to what is the, the business value to be gained or the business process improvement to be gained. That really fundamentally changes the question uh, and changes where we need to focus. I'll give you a case in point. Right? We've got a customer um, that is looking to improve the billing situation and they, a, one of the metros. And what we found is that billing is not necessarily where they have the biggest challenge. With the service delivery protests and with the increasing amount of citizens that are unhappy, what we actually found is that they need to connect more with the citizen. And therefore, through that connection, they'll be able to then ensure that all other ancillary mm. services are delivered upon. And that's really how we change the mindset of technology investment to more a business compelling event and understanding which solutions can be leveraged to deliver the value. Further to this, we don't just do it at the beginning, Aki, where it's a purchase of software based on a unique business case that delivers a positive net present value, which is what I, what I would personally focus on as opposed to ROI. But what we then do is once the project has been deployed, you've adopted the solutions and you've increased the footprint of leveraging that module or solution within your organization, we then come back to actually measure what value has been delivered against the initial business case that was delivered. And what that does, it helps us prove the net present value we set out to achieve versus the actual one we've achieved, but more so ensuring that every single investment we make, whether an SAP or other technology, is successful, and not only for IT, but successful in providing competitive advantage for the business. Okay. Well, look, it's, it's a very competitive market out there. And, you know, you at SAP have got competitors, for example. And, and, and the question is, why, why should customers engage uh, SAP value advisory services over an external organization that's perhaps offering similar services? Yeah. That's, and that, look, that's a, actually a great one. And I think the first answer I'll give you is that, one, it's free, right? So I used to be a management consultant focusing on strategy with one of the consulting houses. And you know that they bill for the service, sorry. With SAP, this is a free service that we provide to our customers because we are invested in their success, right? We can help them future-proof their operations in a systematic, structured, and innovative way that is continuously evolving. And what we found is that where you engage value management on your projects, at SAP, we've actually done a study to understand what value have we delivered in engaging our customers. And we found that we're able to help them deliver their projects two times more on time, 
about 1.6 times more on budget and about 1.7 times more or higher in value, right? So we've actually done the homework on our own business case to try and understand what value are you actually delivering to customers. And I think this is a powerful way of engaging any uh, SAP organization at any point in time around the world, but more so in Africa for our customers, now is the time and our doors are open to engaging you and understanding that. And it's not exclusive to SAP customers, Aki. So if you are a customer out there, you're looking to understand what you're trying to do in a compelling space for business, or you're trying to understand the next generation of growth, we are there to assist you in embarking on that journey and try and help you frame the mind. We've got a lot of customers knocking on our doors every day, new customers coming in and saying, SAP, help me. I want to understand where I fit in the world. How can I drive change in an effective way? And how do I ensure that I don't ensure that the workforce is change fatigued? And that's where our speciality comes in again. Yeah, start the conversation and, uh, and and just open up. So this is what we need help with. Yeah. What would you leave as as a parting shot? Some some advice and for for anybody that's watching this today, thinking about adopting this business value approach that we've been talking about. What advice can you give people, Paul? So look, I'll leave them with one simple quote that still stands in my heart ever since I started on this journey over ten years ago, and that is the cost. The, of doing something, there is a cost to doing something and there's a cost to doing nothing. But more often than not, the cost of doing nothing outweighs the cost of doing something. So it's happening right now. The world is changing. We are faced by VUCA conditions. We've got a trillion dollar investment in technologies around the world. And now is the time for us to start finding what is that customer lifetime value that we are trying to deliver as an organization and what is our authenticity, right? As SAP, we pride ourselves mm -hmm. in helping people's uh, uh, lives run better, helping businesses run better, and that's what we believe in. And everything we do in every activity that we touch is a testament to that, and it's underpinned and enabled by the wonderful technology and innovation that we have in this great organization. And we want to share that with the world, with South Africa, with Zimbabwe, with Kenya, with the rest of Africa, and we're inviting all customers to come and have a conversation with us, and let's help you on that journey. Wow, exciting stuff, and I, I love your optimism, Mpo, and uh, I read between the lines there, and you're also saying, don't procrastinate, yes. act, and this is what business is. You know, it's a forward motion, and you need to, you need to look at the future. Mpo Matsitsa, the head of industry and uh, value advisory at SAP. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of What's Next. Thank you, Aki. Thank you for having me, and have a great afternoon.